the volume. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Week 14, we're humming, we're cooking, we're cruising. We're just a couple weeks away from Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. We tip our fro to you. Happy holidays. We're in it, baby. It is win or go home in the NFL. And our slogan on the Moneyline Monaco weekend pod remains true. Only one losing week through 13. Last week, I was a little back and forth on Giants plus two and a half or Moneyline against the Commanders. That was the difference in three and two against the spread or two, two and one ATS on the pod. Either way, one, two and three outing the whole year. Look, we move in silence. Shout out Tom Clancy. All right. Five picks for you. Gonna rock on a. Heavy divisional week here and six teams on a bye. So it was tough to reach a fifth game, but I got there. Research is superb. Oh, we're ready to rumble. Let's get into it. Do not forget to subscribe, rate, or review if you're enjoying yourself on all things podcast platforms. Of course, Moneyline Monaco on all social media. And I am on Action Network for picks. If you've been tracking me on World Cup real quick, I am going into the quarters up 13 and a half units. Just about firing on every game, every match. So yes, we are football and football out over here. Let's get into it. We are starting out in the place, the area that Tommy Tampa grew up. And we are fading the GOAT. The ageless wonder, the man that did us dirty with the Bucks minus three. We did take them live on the money line, but either way, they are going against Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers, who just not even, not even in a unbelievably incredible manner because it's Shanahan and his scheme, but just an incomprehensible way. You mean to tell me you take the Niners, which we did on the pod minus four against the Finns and Jimmy G goes down. We bring in a faceless character from Madden who doesn't have a photo who's in the seventies overall. And he comes in and he was fantastic. This say. Mr. Irrelevant draft pick going 25 for 37 for 210, two tugs, one mistake. I saw a Brandon Ayuk interview this week. He was blown away 
at how Brock Purdy carried himself, went up and personally apologized, said, I'm going to make sure to get you the ball where you want it. Ayuk said, that's all I got to hear, baby. He goes five for 46 with Purdy. Debo goes six for 58, and McCaffrey goes eight for 80 with a tuck. Look, this pick is about the defense. I'm just giving you my comfortability in a Shanahan scheme that has run the pass, that is built for plug-and-play at quarterback, and is designed to stay in a game with a defense like this one. This Niners team at home is virtually unbeatable. Only Sir Patrick Mahomes has won a game there in the last 10. They are 9-1 and one in their last 10, and the Bucs can't cover for the life of them. They have failed to cover the spread in nine of their last 10 games. Now, this is going to be a defensive chess match. I'm taking the under. You have to take the scuba Steve under in this one the line is three and a half so it's a little bit of a fickle line the over under though of 37 and a half I don't care how low it is this is 18 and 15 points given up defensively on both sides the Bucks have gone under in five straight games and six straight road games look at the Bucks on paper on the road this entire Costco sample size of a season last couple 17 versus the Browns, three versus the Panthers, 18 versus the Steelers, all on the road, all lost. Panthers and Steelers have good defenses. The Browns do not. They still couldn't put up 20. Then you go back to the beginning of the season. They started out 2-0, both on the road. 19-3, they beat the Cowboys. 2010, they beat the Saints. They snapped that record against New Orleans. The point being is this team, the Bucs, on the road this season with Tommy Tampa, have gotten 20 points on the road one single time. One time, 20 points. Going against a Niners team that gives up 15. The team that gets to arguably 17 points in this game wins the game. Wins it. I'm talking to and Chargers in a bit. Remind yourself what this team did to Tua. He had gone no picks, 250-plus yards, 30-plus points in a month straight of Miami Dolphins football. He throws two picks on 54% completion against this Niners team, Bosa with three sacks. This is the worst running team in the league, by the way, coming in. And the number one running defense both of them are running and giving up right around mid 70s that is terrifying here's the last part of my argument because i could go on and on about this this is a slam dunk pick as long as brock purdy doesn't throw more than a pick brady's thrown nine of his 16 touchdowns this season in the fourth quarter all right it's the only quarterback with at least half of his touchdowns in the final frame you saw it last Monday when he scored two in the fourth since the Niners gave up 16 to the Chiefs in the fourth quarter about six weeks ago listen to the Niners last five fourth quarters they did give up seven to the Dolphins but you could argue that was garbage time they blanked the Saints for the first time in over 330 plus games they gave up zero fourth quarter points to the Cardinals zero to the Chargers and zero to the Rams this defense is going to come in, and I hate to say it, but make Brady look like he is Del Boca Vista, Mr. Seinfeld bound to go play some backgammon 
or whatever they play, shuffleboard down there and getting ready for dinner at 4.30. That's what Brady's going to look like this weekend. He's going to look old. It's going to be sad because I still believe in this team and I still think they can win a playoff game or two, and I am going to fire on futures for the Bucs. I can't not do it on a 45-year-old Brady with this prominent of a defense. The Bucs D is incredible. So I'm taking the under, but I'm taking the team that's 9-1 in their last 10 at home. The Bucs have covered one time in 10 games. We keep it pushing. We just talked to, uh, we're going right back in. I'm back and forth on this game, truly, and I'm emotional about it. It is easily my least confident game in the slate for week 14, but I have to talk it. It's a premier matchup. Dolphins on the road at the Chargers. Dolphins minus three and a half. Wait if you can, because on FanDuel this week, you could have gotten Miami minus three, and that's the play I want. I'm giving it to you as we hear it. At minus three and a half, I will still co-sign on it. It is very hard for me to do so. I have gone back and forth on this one. But I land on the fact that Brandon Staley is such an abysmal coach. He has no idea how to lead men. He has no no finger on the pulse for this Chargers team. And you can just feel it in the room. You want to know why it's coaching? This team. The Chargers average 2.6 first quarter points at home, 26th in the league. You mean to tell me, because first quarters are scripted. That is practiced and rehearsed. You've seen many teams. You saw it with two in the first drive. They went 80 yards down the field like they scored one other time in the end zone that entire game. Why? It was scripted. The Andy Weed, Mike McDaniel of the world head coaches will typically come in the Shanahan's, the Belichick's with great first scripted drives. Well, Brandon Staley's telling you him and his team at home are averaging 2.6 first quarter points. And the Chargers don't cover at home. They're randomly very good on the road. And I do have a philosophy with the Chargers. You don't take them. When they're a favorite, you take them as a dog. I've lived with this team. I'm a recovering San Diego Charger fan. I am from Ron Burgundy land. I know the team like the back of my fro. The team this year, LAC, hasn't covered the spread in three of their last four home games. This Miami team was on a five-game winning streak. Again, I just talked to a down, but it was because of this Niners defense. And they had a terrible game plan. They came out with eight rushing attempts. Eight. That's the fewest attempts in franchise history. Off 33 yards. Well, I'm here to tell you, it is a gift what this Chargers run D is to reverse the script for McDaniel on this game plan. The Chargers give up 151 on the ground. They're an unwatchable run D. So if you can take a little Shanahan in your game plan here and take two former Shanahan running backs and Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert and run down the throat of the Chargers and win the turnover battle, which they are at a disadvantage of. The Chargers actually do take good care of the ball. But I do feel from a game plan perspective, from an awful loss perspective, and a coaching mismatch advantage, we have to take Miami here. And remind yourself, 
L.A., I was on the Raiders last week. I was all over it. I told you it is a one-and-one split with the Raiders and Chargers every year. We're 2-0 and in that series. So I took the Raiders last week, faded the Chargers. I don't love three and a half. I will take it, but I love three. The Chargers as underdogs in their last five are 0-5. So they're not going to win this game, in my opinion. They're really not. They don't get to the quarterback. They're 26th in sacks. They don't stop the run. The only thing they do well is lean on Mr. Justin Herbert. They're very down the middle in points for and points against in this game. I just have to go with Miami, who again is not a good road cover. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're a good road cover. It's why I have reservation. But I got to remind myself, Brandon Staley is a terrible coach. Mike McDaniel is an offensive mastermind. This is not a good defense. The drop-off from the number one D to a bottom 10 D, I have to, I have to say they're a bottom 10 D with a bottom four run, run defense. I have to. I got to lean and trust the Dolphins. I have to. I, I laid it out for you. The Chargers don't score, score out the gate. They don't maintain leads. I mean, unbelievable unbelievable that they had a lead again against the Raiders. That's four losses this season where the Chargers have been up at halftime and lost. You know who they're only second to in that category? The danger witch. We move on. If you can take the Dolphins minus three, take them minus three and a half if we must. We keep it pushing. It is another phenomenal rivalry matchup coming in. It is a big number. And again, I've seen it at seven. I'm giving it at six and a half. I'm super salty because I have it on action network at seven. I try to put these picks in on action network for you to lock them in at the numbers. When I do, I have it as plus seven on action. I'm not lying to you. It's plus six and a half. Now sharps are coming in because the money is on Philly. Excuse me. The tickets are on Philly. Rightfully so, blowout win against the Titans, and the money is on the G-Men. We know it. It's a divisional dance, and we're getting seven or six and a half at home. The G-Men, as bad as they've been in division, they swept the Eagles last week, last year. 13-7 they beat them at MetLife last year. Last year was last year, though. The Eagles are 5-0 and on the road this season. Here's the thing, though. Danny Dimes was magnificent last last week. And we had the G-Men, you know, and it was an underplay as well. Sick Captain Hook W. The G-Men gave up their whole points in the first half and were incredible all the way through. Now, your last three drives are negative seven yards. Yeah. What is this, my dating life during cuffing season here? Yeah, forget about it. Three drives, negative seven yards. Not going to do it heading in to overtime. But either way, Danny Dimes last last week, he's the first quarterback. First quarterback ever. 80% completion percentage on 30-plus attempts and also ran for 70-plus on the ground. That's incredible. And again, I've spoken about this. Giants are not great right now. They're not. But they are a very good cover and they are historically a good cover when they're underdogs let's not forget these defenses are giving up 21 and 18.8 respectively these defenses 
is what I'm leaning on with this number. And this Eagles run D is pedestrian at best. Now they've had a very good last three outings with their respective run D. They're still giving up 117 on the ground. They're still going against, say, quad Barkley top four in the league right now in overall rushing yards. And a lot of this is going to come down to protection with Daniel Jones from the offensive side. Jones gets sacked three times by the commanders, been sacked 17 times in five games. That's not ideal, and that's a recipe for one, three, and one in their last five. But the Eagles do not blitz a lot, thankfully. They, they're great at getting to the quarterback. They're eighth with most pressures, but they don't blitz a ton. So the game plan would have to be for Danny to get out the dimes early and often, facilitate, distribute, Checkdowns, screens, slants, curls, and lean on the run game here. And the Eagles are first in turnover differential, but the Giants are plus three in that same department. It's only a handful of teams in the league that are plus in the turnover area. So, again, let's remind ourselves the Commanders beat the Eagles outright at their place. At Fly Eagles Flyland. So in this NFC East, very random division, you have to think differently. And we're getting an enormous number. And there's playoff implications. And it's called out. And these teams despise each other. Last thing I'll say, you saw the Eagles go big play after big play after big play last week. Against a very, very capable Titans team. This Giants team is the only team in the league on defense to not allow a touchdown over 35 yards this season. All right? This is a crazy stat, but this is how deep I get sometimes. Since 1940, the G-Men defensively have only done this one other time. Shout out Lawrence Taylor, 1994. This is Wink Martindale for you. Bend, but don't break. They're not going to let the Eagles beat them deep. They're going to wear them down. This is Giants football. If they can stay pedestrian on offense, we will cover. G-Men plus six or seven if you're a lucky, lucky mensch. All right. Keeping it pushing. Two more picks. I love them both. Let's get into it. Two divisional ones. One's a dog. One's a favorite. I'm making a case for both. I am taking Mr. Hide your kids, hide your wife, Kirk Cousins, 10,000 soul plane feet up, no shirt on, turnover chain, dancing, swagged out like a gentleman. He's going into the den, the lion's den. And they're underdogs. The Detroit Lions are favored. Favored. Against a 10-2 and two team. Now, this could be the biggest trap of all time. Because, again, this is a Vikings luck, luck, meet the lady metric. They're being outgained on yards, and they're 10-2. and two. It's never happened. No team in NFL history has double-digit wins getting outgained by more than 50-plus yards. But I'm telling you one thing right now. This particular head-to-head, the Vikings own. The Vikings are 4-0 against the spread in their last four head-to-head. Kirk Cousins at Ford Field, you might as well call him Danny Ocean 
in Vegas. Shout out Ocean's Eleven. Because he's taking Terry Benedict down. He is. 13 touchdowns, no mistakes at Ford Field. The most touchdown passes by a player with no interceptions at anyone's crib in the history of the game. Kirk, non-primetime Cousins. Kirk, I'll take vanilla ice cream with no toppings. Cousins. He's 13 touchdowns, no picks at Detroit. Don't fall in love with Detroit. It's the worst defense in the league, statistically speaking. The worst team in the NFL on defense, Mr. Dan Campbell and his two-caffeine coffee recipe. The good burger secret sauce is run the ball down the throat of the Lions and throw it all over their face. You give up 27 a game, I'm not backing you unless I feel phenomenal. And I don't. 13 tugs, no picks. The Vikings are excellent in the turnover differential department. They're plus eight. They're plus eight. Jared Goff coming off the best game of his season against the Jags who have completely lost their Austin Powers mojo, which I will get to shortly. But again, go player for player like Coward if you want to go. Who's the best 10 players on the field? Seven are on the Vikings. Maybe six. At least six. You have an unequivocally better offense. You have to say they have a better defense. And yeah, I'm saying they have a better offense. You want to go tit for tat with me and tell me the Lions have a better offense? I will do that all day. I don't even like Kirk Cousins, but I like him in this spot. And remind yourself, the line flipped in this game. So there is some traps going on. I could be missing it. Objects in the mirror are not as they appear. I, I got to take it, though. I have to take Cousins. He's a dog. We're getting points plus two right now. Did you imagine? I saw it at two and a half yesterday. If it goes to plus three, oh my gosh, break out the Aaron Judge hammer. Vikings plus two at Ford Field. Kirk Cousins, second home. Last pick, best pick. The Tennessee Titans, for the first time all year, are on back-to-back losses. A blowout by Philly. 35-10. Worst outing since the Bills blowout earlier in the season on Natty TV. But I know this head-to-head is incredibly skewed. The Jaguars are unwatchable at the moment. They're particularly unwatchable against this Titans team. Titans are 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven against the Jags at home. That is a Tannehill-Derrick Henry stat. Six and one against the spread versus the lowly Jags, who, oh, by the way, have won one road game. One road game since the Oakland Raiders. One, and it was against my Chargers because Staley doesn't know how to prepare. Tennessee has also won eight straight home games. Versus this Jags team. You have to go back to November 2013. 
we're on this division. I got this division figured out. I've picked a lot of correct against the spreads in the AFC South this year, head-to-head particularly. Colts are owned by the Jags, but the Jags are owned by the Titans. Eight straight is not worth sleeping on. And it's on the heels and the precipice of the production of one King Henry. And the man has been unbelievable against Jacksonville. Go out and hammer his player props for this outing right now. Averaging in his last six against the Jags, 145 yards. Going over 200 twice in the last six. He's gotten to the end zone 12 times in six games against the Jaguars. If you don't hammer Derrick Henry props after hearing that, I feel bad for you. Jacksonville is a very Jekyll and Hyde team. It's the only team to have won by 25 or more and lost by 25 or more in the season. But they've won two games since September. And one we had. We took the Jags plus four and a half against the Ravens. It was a numbers play at home versus a very lackluster pedestrian Ravens offense in the last six weeks. But this Jags team just let Goff go 31 for 41 for 340 and two tucks. Let Jay Will and Swift score. Let St. Brown go 11 for 114. Here's the other caveat. Trevor Lawrence got yanked from that game. He sprained his ankle. He, had, he didn't practice on Wednesday. C.J. Beathard, if I'm not mistaken. This is a prideful team. Everyone loves to continue to back Jacksonville. They're done. They're done. The Titans are playing for a lockup of the division. They want to wrap it up. They want to get in playoff mode. It's a prideful team, a well-coached team. Jags aren't running the ball at all. And you got an injured Lawrence. And their defense has been unwatchable. He gave up 40 to the Lions. Titans off two losses at home with this 9-1 and one in their last 10 against the Jags. And... Back to 2013, you got to go because eight straight home games. I don't love the captain hook at three and a half. I have to do it. Titans minus three and a half. We wrap up shot. Niners minus three and a half. Dolphins, hopefully minus three in a perfect world. But if it's minus three and a half, we go down with it. Giants plus six and a half. If you can get plus seven, mazel mazel. We'll take the Vikings plus two. It will go up to two and a half. I imagine maybe not, but it might again. Look out for the three. We'll swallow three and a half. Take the Titans at home. We have to do it, baby. And we get out of here with a little fan duel ad. NBA with it. Looking to get more out of this NBA season. Well, now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to touchdown scores to over-under yards. Favorite NBA bets for same-game parlays. You get spread, money line, total, player props. You got points, rebounds, assists, player made three. So many exclusive bets, too, with the NBA. You got the two-by-three, two three-pointer score in the first three minutes. Cash it early, cash it often. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. FanDuel is also live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action with great offers just 
for you. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code Monaco. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. 